0: I'm Jeff Kokanauer. And I'm Jeff Myers. And you are listening to the first initial broadcast of Jeff and Jeff in the Morning here on the Dual Power Radio Network. It is April 19th. It's 10 minutes to the hour, but you know what? You're on the internet. It doesn't really matter. But you know what? I figured I'd share it with you anyway. It is 35 (laughs) degrees outside. Again, does not matter to you, but... This is the first broadcast of Jeff and Jeff in the Morning, a little brainchild that he and I decided to have. And uh, uh, My name is Jeff Myers. I am a drummer. I do not know much about sports. played hockey when I was a kid for about seven years. I was riding the pine pony for about every other sport I played. I was in a track for a year. I was in cross country for a year, and I, uh, I was horrible. <laughs> but I love sports, and I, I love supporting my friends, but that's the angle I'm coming to it from. Jeff, what's your experience?
1: Well, uh, I've been involved in athletics for most of my life. Um, Started playing soccer when I was like in in second grade um, for about two years, and then mom allowed me to play football, uh, which is my passion, one of my passions, I suppose. Um, Played baseball and football. Tried my hand at basketball, not so successful there, (laughs) Um, but definitely athletic minded. involved very much so with the athletic department at Bethel and everything and and just you know some talking is a very good thing for me I suppose Uh, I tried the radio thing and um, so pretty much pretty excited about this right here and and having the radio show and stuff like that
0: Well, two former athletes turned uh, spectators and uh, enthusiasts, (laughs) I guess, to say the least. Uh, What are we going to talk about tonight on the show today, Jeff?
1: Well, Jeff, we're going to talk about Bethel Athletics and the success they're having right now. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about Major League Baseball uh, and some storylines there, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs going on. Yeah, baby. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL draft and some things in the NFL and maybe some random thoughts. Yeah, and I love some random thoughts. Random thoughts are nice.
0: Well, again, it's five minutes to the hour, and I am Jeff Myers with Jeff Kokenauer here. We are going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with you here on Jeff and Jeff in the Morning. back here on Jeff and Jeff in the Morning. Our first item of business today, Bethel Athletics. Jeff, what do we got going on right now?
1: Well, uh, today the softball team had a doubleheader against St. Xavier uh, and was successful twice, uh, 3-0 and 3-1, winning pitchers, obviously Britt Heyer. And Summer, <laughs> uh, I can't remember Summer's last name, uh, Summer was the second game pitcher, uh, winning 3-1. Interesting story about this softball team and Coach Anna Welsh um, Twenty-four in a row.
0: And I get the impression that's pretty unprecedented in terms of uh, Bethel College softball's history.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think in any sport in general, that's pretty successful. Yep. Uh, clinched the MCC regular season this week, um, champion of that. They'll start the uh, Christian Regional Tournament this weekend. They're hosting, uh, and they'll play at 11 o'clock tomorrow uh, on the softball field. They are the number 1 seed in the area.
0: Yeah, that's great. uh I don't know if you talked about this already, but again, uh, 23rd in the NAI rankings. They had uh, originally been ranked uh, 25th in the nation, I think, at the beginning of the season, correct, Jeff? Yep. Uh, And they dropped a little bit uh, during uh, spring break. But you know what? you got to keep in mind, uh, we're a bit of a northern team, and we play uh, in the cold as opposed to California Baptist, who is currently ranked number one, who probably can practice outside all season. So, um, again, real proud of our girls. They've been having a great season. Uh, I noticed the paparazzi was out at the game this afternoon. There <laughs> were uh, a lot of fans, and a lot of you know, pictures being snapped. So apparently, something big's happening with our girls' softball team. Uh, really excited to see how they do this weekend. Uh, going on to baseball, uh, men's team nine to one win over Calumet College of Saint Joseph's this afternoon. Uh, Jeff, tell me a little bit more about what's going on with them.
1: Winning pitcher in that game was Nick Vandermal, a senior. Uh, a team that I th- I would say right now is struggling to find an identity. I mean, really, you know. It, t- good teams like the softball team right now. They go out there, they're confident with what they're doing. The so- the baseball team, on the other hand, is I think they're still trying to mold and gel together, and it's hard to do that, especially when you're getting games canceled and you're not playing for two weeks or pitching for two weeks, mm-hmm. and and that's difficult. So a team that is really looking for something to grab onto and come around together. Um, a winner today, of course, over Calumet College of St. Joseph. The Crimson Wave, 9 to 1. Got there late. It was a 9 inning game. You know, that's just um, a
0: really bad name for a mascot.
1: <laughs> it's so long, the name, too. Well, I mean, what do you do? You know, you got the El- Crimson Tide down there in Alabama. They got an elephant. I mean, what do you do for a Crimson Wave? I'm pretty sure it's a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: positive that makes just about as much sense as an
1: elephant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so they're going to uh, have senior day on Saturday. I'll we, be there. We're graduating. We are graduating. Jake Ringenberg. Yes. Uh, the pitcher who won today, Nick Vandermolen, and uh, Kike Oderman. Uh, we'll we all be graduating, and uh, we'll honor them on Senior Day. Uh, I'll be there. I know that. Uh, you can join us. One and three are the games. I don't know for sure when Senior Day activities are starting. Yeah, I know we are also
0: uh, graduating Stat Boy Andrew Bowers, if <laughs> I recall correctly. So let's make sure we take note of that. We will he take note of him. Proper, um, proper congratulations on exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, but you know what? Just uh, no matter whether it's a good season or a bad season for baseball, it's always fun to go out to the ballpark and watch. Uh, at the Jenkins basketball ooh, excuse me, baseball <laughs> stadium, and uh, uh, I would encourage all of us to go out Saturday and support our pilots. Oh yeah! Uh, moving on to track,
1: track and uh, field.
0: Yeah, men's track, uh, close to my heart. Jeff King's having a great year this year. Uh, um, went off to the uh, indoor uh, NAIA and NCAA or NCCAA tournaments over uh, over spring break. Uh, performed really well uh, mm-hmm. there. One, uh, I do believe both of his events at the n c c w a and uh, one of maybe one of his events at the NAIA.
1: I can't. I can't remember. I know he did pretty well, though. I know okay. he did very well in his events.
0: Well, apparently our fact checker took the day off, but we'll uh, <laughs> that boy.
1: We'll, we'll press on. What else do we know about uh, track? Uh, track and field this this past weekend at Little State very successful. Actually, came in third, um, and very close to Iwu who came in second place uh both knocked out by uh University of Indianapolis. very good track team on uh, the men's side the women's side i believe they came in third also uh very strong showing for the women uh pilot women lady the lady pilots i suppose um very good strong strong showing for them and uh you know so good things coming out this year and a lot of people stepping up. Transfer Rod Waters, who's number one in the nation in hurdles, uh, and that, so that's you know that's a good improvement for them. Um, so the one thing that did happen this past week though. Uh, number two vaulter, I believe in the in the country, wow. Zach Burington, uh, pole vaulter. Tweaked his uh, tweaked his ankle. Saw mm. him in a on crutches and a um, ice wrap around his ankle. So don't know how that's going to go. Um, but they traveled to Olivet Nazarene this weekend for a tournament. Mm-hmm. Should be exciting to see some of the, the results that come out of there as they head into the post. You know the 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 uh, NAIA Nationals and things like that. And as they get into further in the seasons, but very good things I think from the track team this year um, as they press on. Great
0: great well that's exciting uh men's golf is actually uh having a good season as well as well as women's golf uh Record-setting season, so I'm told. Uh, what can you tell me more about the uh, golf team, Jeff?
1: Well, the men's golf team earned their first ranking ever uh, in in the winter, in the in-between season for them, uh, the fall and the spring. Um, did very well last weekend, um, the not Gettig. the Monday and Tuesday, at the Gettig Invitational hosted by Tri-State. Uh, very good showing. Eric Liebold, the sophomore from Elkhart, and my alma mater, Concord High School, there you go. Um was successful in earning his first collegiate medalist honor, which is big for him. And it's big for the team, too, as Chris Tilbury graduates uh, their strong-shower, usually mm-hmm. also MCC Player of the Year this year, and took it to a playoff in the MCC tournament to uh, at Blackthorne at home we hosted uh, to decide who was the mcc tournament champion and ended up winning that so it was big for chris he's he's played so solid golf all of his career at bethel and now it's good to see someone stepping up who's also going to be here for a little while and uh... in in sophomore eric liebold um... Other guys, John Bonfiglio, playing solid golf right now. Uh, Gavin was a little shaky on, on Gavin Wilkinson on, on Monday and Tuesday this past couple days at the, uh, NAIA Brickyard Classic. But then again, it was a very tough course and very bad <laughs> conditions. I guess there was like a 30 mile an hour wind on Monday on the first day of the tournament. Uh, an 84 by Gavin, a 74 on the second day. So he can play good solid golf. He just gotta, you know, and, and, and the course, I guess Eric was saying, you had to think about a lot of a lot of your shots, and if you just didn't think about it, it's going somewhere else other than where you want it. Yep. Um, but a good thing's coming out. Uh, Coach Hess, Coach of the Year this year in the MCC, mm-hmm. so good big strides I think for the golf team
0: women's golf also having an excellent
1: season we'll have
0: more on yeah. them on our next show Yes. Uh, just for all those of you who are interested I will be playing in a charity golf event on Saturday uh-huh. at Putt Putt uh-huh. Golf and Games on Main Street the charity <laughs> uh, being uh, supported is the Jeff Myers Foundation which is to put food <laughs> in my stomach uh, a lot of people coming out I think perhaps my mom <laughs> uh, and and pretty much just uh, her and I
1: direct from Ohio
0: yeah she's coming out for uh, right. for graduation yes. uh, she's a rather It's a week from this Saturday. But, uh, you know, your mom comes to town and uh, you really don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Leave it right there. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break uh, and then we'll be back here on Jeff and Jeff in the Morning on the Dual Power Radio Network. Back here on Jeff and Jeff in the morning on the Dual Power Radio Network. Uh, we talked a little bit about Bethel Athletics, and now we're going to head into the pro arena, uh, Major League Baseball specifically. Right now, uh, the New York Yankees have had a bit of an interesting character in uh, in a Rod these last few years, and. Uh, He's uh, made some interesting statements in the last few days, wouldn't you say, Jeff?
1: Mm, Yes, most definitely. Uh, You know, when Randy Johnson came to to the New York Yankees, there Mm -hmm. was all this bustle about mustache and all. Oh, mustache and all, and and you know, he he conformed to the team in Steinbrenner and Torrey's ways, Mm -hmm. and then he had to deal with the New York media, which is much different than Arizona. The same thing is true about the just the public view that any Yankee gets in A Rod and A Rod. You know, (laughs) getting all these boos. I mean, he had a decent season for anybody else last year and still was getting booed and and some of those things. And so, you know, he comes into this season kind of a, it's still, it was very a hot topic over the offseason. You know, is A-Rod going to get traded? Is he going to get dealt? Is he going to get dropped? What's going to happen? And then what's going to happen on opening day is they enter Yankee Stadium and have to deal with just New Yorkers in general. And A-Rod, holy cow, coming out he's got, what, 10 home runs now and 25 RBIs. I think he's a Four or five
0: shy of pool Holes' his record for the first month.
1: I mean, for Pete's sake,s this guy he's he has come out. I, th- I truly think he's silenced the jeers. He's silenced the booze, and the Yankees won today over um, Cleveland again. Mm-hmm. Last night it was a grand slam. Tonight yeah. it was a three run jack shot. Yeah, and so you know, just <laughs> stepping up and saying, you know what, I'm worth 120 million dollars a year. Now, what are you going to say?
0: And you know what, New York City is the most high-pressure city uh, for baseball players. Yep. You can say what you want about the Yankees. Uh, and myself being a Boston fan, <laughs> I have my comments. But you, you know, just the pressure that those players are under uh, in New York is is intense. And to be able to perform at that level, I think uh, A Rod has definitely shown in the in the first few uh, free few weeks of the season this year that uh, uh, the the critics should shut up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think well, he's made that per- statement pretty loud and clear.
1: And one thing you know you got to remember too is the Yankees fans have been so used to Derek Jeter, who's so easy to like, just because he he goes out, and he's a competitor, and every single day he's playing as hard as he can. He's diving into seats and you know jumping around for foul balls and stuff. And so to conform to someone who wasn't necessarily performing at the best that he possibly could, which he's showing right now, in what was. An above-average season for anybody else in the league <laughs> is difficult for Yankees fan.
0: Yeah, very true. I uh, will say, uh, my boy Manor Ramirez for the Boston Red Sox also yes. had his uh, uh, went yard on his own this afternoon, and uh, right after ra-
1: I traded him to another team in my fantasy league, smooth move there, Alex. <laughs> uh,
0: Two-run homer uh, tied the game at three, and the uh, Red Sox eventually ended up pulling that one out, three five to three versus the Blue Jays this afternoon. Um, but just really an exciting season for baseball, uh, Cubbies. I was looking forward to a, a, a great season this year with Lou Pinella. It looks like things started off a little shaky. Um, you got anything
1: to say about that, Jeff? Well, I think you know they had a star, and they spent you know they did spend a ton of money in the offseason. Yeah, they did. Got a, a, a very good manager, a, I'd say a proven manager. He had mm-hmm. some difficulties down in in Tampa Bay. With the Devil Rays and stuff, and you know, his last stint
0: is that personnel or is that coaching?
1: It probably could be personnel. I mean, you you know, a team that barely spends any money on their on their roster is very difficult to deal with when you're a manager who's used to having a very high payroll and a team and a a general manager that's going to spend money to make you competitive. Mm -hmm. Um, And this year, Jim Hendry and and the team at the Cubs really changed their mindset and spent you know three hundred some three hundred some million dollars on getting new players. Alfonso Soriano's there now and to combine him and a leadoff spot, which I don't know if that's the best spot for him, but that's what he wants. Uh and Lou Piniella, obviously better manager than I'll ever be, uh, is saying that's good. I think it's also that they just gotta it's another thing where they're trying to find an identity to come out and really say we're the Cubs, and this is how we're going to play.
0: Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on the uh, new ownership? you think there's a gentleman from uh, Dallas who may be heading his way up towards Chicago? The
1: difficult thing for Mark Cuban is going to be the other owners of the Major League Baseball because they do vote on. It. Even people, the guy across town at the White Sox, uh, Jerry Colangelo already has said he won't. He'll he will he will vote against it. He'll campaign against him all he can. The thing about it is, is that Major League Baseball needs his money. He's, yeah. he's willing to spend $500 million on this team.
0: You know, on, and, to, on top of that, I will say that I think Major League Baseball needs his enthusiasm, oh, to yeah. be honest. Uh, and I heard one commentator say earlier that uh, – Basketball is not so much like baseball in the sense that baseball is a sport of tradition, mm-hmm. and Mark Cuban is probably not the kind of person who wants to uh, to sit on that tradition and just let that be. I think he's ready to push some push some boundaries and ruffle a few feathers. And uh, I think if they're smart, the commissioner will you know allow him to be the owner of the team. But again, I don't know who bought him. Does anybody know who bought them?
1: I don't. I don't think they're sold yet. They might, if, oh, okay. if they are, I don't know for sure. I know the Tribune Company has put them up for sale because of the deal that they sold. I can't remember who they sold the, the Tribune Company to, but they sold it to another guy, and they have to you know do that thing. Uh, so I don't know if they're sold yet. I don't know you know how that's going. But if they you know if they do sell it to Mark Cuban, I, I agree. I think that it'd be a good thing for baseball just because of his enthusiasm. Yes, he's controversial, but yeah. You deal with that and you move on and and your sports usually better for it because it's got this popularity and they're in the news all the time so yeah,
0: exactly well you know what the cubbies are going to have great attendance every year no yeah. matter if they're good or bad but you know you put you put a team in there that's uh, a contender for the world series every year and that the hype around uh, wrigley field is just going to be uh, insane oh yeah uh a few more things to talk about today on the show we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back here on jeff and jeff in the morning morning on the Dual Power Radio Network. Uh, A few more things to talk about before we head out here today. Um, The NFL draft is uh, quickly on its way and will be uh, upon us soon. And uh, Do you have some thoughts on that, Jeff?
1: The one thing I can't wait for is when it's over because then when I watch SportsCenter, I (laughs) don't have to listen to Mel Kiper Jr. and his ridiculous hair and his terrible suits. That's all I can wait for. Now, about the draft, I really think that <laughs> hey, you can't
0: argue with a guy who's got a job that he only has to work for two months He a works year.
1: for two months he gets paid so much money to watch the draft and do mock drafts and do all this fun you know, stuff. I
0: think the only people that work two months a year other than him are the uh those uh Lippen zutter ponies that do the the bowl <laughs> parades before the uh <laughs> before the bowl championship <laughs> series games oh yeah that's only that's a that's a three week job so <laughs> Short of that, he's sitting pretty.
1: He is sitting pretty. I think, you know, it, it, when we talk about the NFL draft, obviously you talk about who's going number one, who's going to Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know because Oakland can just pull so many different things. Oakland has been known, you know, the Raiders. Their owner Al Davis just pulls different things out of the out of his butt and just says, "Okay, we're going to pick this guy. I think a good fit for them is Jamarcus Russell, mm-hmm. um, a good quarterback, a strong quarterback, a big guy who's going to be able to run the ball if you need to." Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, it, it, there's that uh, the guy from Wisconsin. There's a defensive lineman that would just add so much presence on the defensive line. He's mm-hmm. a run stopper and a pass. Uh, pass rusher um he's i read an article in espn magazine the other day about him uh just a uh, he's he's 19 mm-hmm. so he's going to be the youngest player ever drafted he's probably gonna get drafted in the first round just because of how good of a player he is but this kid has skipped two grades he has done everything it's taken to get to the level he's at at the age of 19 and that's the thing about him he could grow another two inches he could gain 25 more pounds mm-hmm. and maybe that's what he's supposed to do as, as he matures um but I think Jamarcus Russell is the best pick. Now, some people have been talking about Brady Quinn mm-hmm. um and where he's going in Detroit maybe and stuff like that. Um I really think I really think either way for the Raiders, I think, you know, even as if they get a defensive guy, mm-hmm. that's going to be okay. E- if they do pick up Jamarcus Russell, it's going to be a good pick for them at quarterback.
0: Yeah. Do you know anything more about uh
1: maybe our boy Tommy Zipkowski? Zipkowski uh <laughs> That's another interesting thing. Um, he's coming back for his fifth year, if he, I recall correctly. Yeah, and I can't. Mem- I, I thought I saw something that he signed with somebody, um, though. I don't know if he's. I don't know how how much truth there is to that. Um, but he did just recently give a bunch of money to a bunch of charities. Yeah,
0: Hannah's House, which would be Coach's uh Coach Weiss's uh, charity foundation. Mm-hmm. I do believe he gave about twenty thousand dollars to them, yep. and uh, a few other charities uh, as well. About uh, forty nine thousand in total. Dollars uh, total for a charity uh, a boxing match he did here at the Century Center. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was uh, um, a couple months ago. He fought a guy I knew uh, from Concord, uh, Ryan Saint Germain, was his uh, was his belt competitor. Um, I guess it was pretty quick, so I feel bad for Ryan, but, um, you know, Zivy comes out and and really performed well in the uh, the bout. Um, Just goes to show his character, I really think. You know, a rough and tough football player, and your friend and mine, Bob Morton, knows him pretty well, Um, you know, it, it might... You know, you could say, okay, he's a football player at Notre Dame. He's probably cocky and, and a jerk. But, you know, that's one and thing. smells a lot and
0: like <laughs> clovers, which is, I don't know why that is. It's, it's not a cliche. It has nothing to do with him being Irish yet because I mean, <laughs> South Bend and we, I, it's weird.
1: Yeah. But, you know, there's a stereotype. You know, I know when I came and I heard, you know, Bob Morton hangs out at Bethel and everything. Um you know there is this this thought in my brain okay he's from Notre Dame, he's probably cocky and a jerk and it's just it, it's just not true and I think it's it's the Zibby doing this um, is is a very good character builder for him yeah. uh and you know it's it, it also goes to show that not everybody who plays Division one college football yeah. is a jerk yeah. um, my experience at Purdue I found that out too yeah. uh, and with the basketball players and what mm-hmm. um but just to see somebody come out and just say, "You know what I'm going to give all this because I know that it's going for a good cause, which it is in Hannah's house um, mm-hmm. and coach Weiss's uh, uh um, foundation right. there um, but really, I mean, as far as where he goes in the draft, again yeah. it, it's a toss up. A lot of people need some good linebackers and and he'd be a good one to pick well, uh, just yeah. because of his intensity and his his willingness to work."
0: Yeah. Well, again, according to the South Bend Tribune article I read today that he is waiting and he will play his last year of eligibility out here at uh at Notre Dame. Uh, and that very
1: well may be true. And I didn't um, see it. our
0: other our other boy, I I don't know much about him, but I do know um uh Jeff Samarja has signed with the Cubs organization. Yep. Uh
1: is he going to go into the draft as well? Um, from what I've heard, I don't believe so. I think he's going to pursue his career with the Cubs. Okay, um, and move on with that. I don't unless you have more information. I'd I haven't heard much about that. Maybe we should talk about this before we start talking <laughs> That's about okay. it on the show. That's what this is for. Um, but you know, we're
0: going to be honest. I said before I don't know what I'm talking about, and I am just proving it to you.
1: (laughs) There you go. Um, I I do believe he's he's going to pursue his career with the Cubs. Um, I believe he's in high single A right now, Mm -hmm. um, and looks to move up. Uh, And so, um, unless he's with he's either with high single A or rookie ball. I cannot remember Mm for sure if he moves up to lower single A. Mm -hmm. Let's say he does that and goes to Peoria. July 17th through the 20th. And I know I'm plugging the Silverhawks right now, but Ryan Sandberg is the coach, uh, the manager, and Jeff Samarja might be pitching in that four-game set against the Silverhawks over at the Cove. Um, And so that could be some big news. I'd love to see him there. Jeff, would you happen to know anybody who works
0: uh, for the South Bend Silverhawks organization?
1: I might be the PA announcer. But (laughs) 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 Um, so just, you know, there you go. There's another something for you to do in South Bend, July 17th through the 21st. Four games set at the Cove. Come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and maybe Jeff Samarge will be there you in Notre You be Dame, able great.
0: to see the shark down at, uh, at the Cove. You'll so.
1: definitely see Ryan Sandberg, who is in himself Hall of Famer and a great, great Cub. And uh,
0: I do believe named after Ryan Lightfoot. Or maybe named, it's the other way around. I
1: think, it's, I think it's Ryan was named after Ryan. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it works out. You do the math. Uh, you know, speaking of football, Brian uh, uh,
0: <sighs> in an interesting situation right now.
1: I could not believe the story when I saw it on ESPN. I couldn't
0: believe it when you just told me
1: he wore the wrong hat. I mean, you know, the NFL has all their sponsors and has all their signs with with everybody Reebok, Adidas, whatever. Apparently, there was a certain hat that he wasn't supposed to wear on Media Day. One hundred thousand dollars from uh, Commissioner Goodell uh, was the was the judgment. For wearing the wrong hat. I don't understand it. $500?
0: That's like six years' allowance!
1: I mean, seriously, come on! You're gonna find a guy a hundred thousand, but maybe it's a policy. I don't know, but it's, it's ridiculous stuff coming out of the NFL. I guess.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, when you make that kind of money, I'm sure, I'm sure it's it's nothing to be throwing that kind of cash away. Oh yeah, but it just hurts when you hear that stuff. Like, you know, I'm just gonna shut up. Anytime you lose a hundred thousand dollars, that's a that's a kick in the teeth. <laughs> uh, we got a few other things that we want to say, but we will take a short break and we will be right back here on Jeff and Jeff in the morning. back here on Jeff and Jeff in the morning Uh, just to close this out uh, some exciting things coming up for us Bethel students Uh, it's the end of the school year and uh, that means one thing for uh, a lot of us especially the on-campus folk Uh, midnight breakfast is coming up uh, tomorrow night
1: Midnight Breakfast where you get served by the faculty. Dennis will be serving, apparently. Amen, Amen. Uh, I'll be hosting with uh, Pippi. You all know Pippi. I don't even need to say <laughs> her last name. It's Pippi.
0: Yeah. Uh, like we were saying. she has a last name. I think if your name's Pippi, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> either Longstocking
1: or you're donezo. <laughs> so Pippi and I will be hosting Midnight Breakfast dress up in your finest costume tomorrow night. Not inappropriate. Not inappropriate. Not inappropriate. Keep it clean, folks, or
0: you'll be disqualified. You know, I have a funny story to tell you about that, Jeff. I used to be uh, the uh, coach chair of the social life committee and uh that uh i can see former, former director of social life at the time decided we were going to have a cross-dressing competition for a midnight breakfast mm. so i went up until uh you know they gave me the prompt and i went up to make the announcement in chapel and you know i assumed that it had been cleared uh at the point at that point by uh, oh, I can by see this all now. uh it didn't go well <laughs> i went up there and said we were having a you know cross-dressing <laughs> contest and then i said uh why don't you why don't you why don't you read that one again but he said <laughs> well, sure, we're having a cross-dressing contest. And he said, let's think twice about that. And I said, "Uh, it's on the sheet, man. I'm just reading what's on the sheet. And he got upset, and later on he had to kind of calm everybody down. And I, you know. (laughs) Like you do. I didn't think anything about it because that doesn't really mean much to me, but apparently to some people that's naughty and we shouldn't be doing that. So uh, no cross-dressing. No cross-dressing. Just just a note
1: for you all. Uh, but last knuckle on the hand for the dresses, <laughs> keep yeah. it Bethel appropriate. Yeah. Uh,
0: You know, it's coming to the end of a great school year. We had a lot of cool things happen. We, you know, an NCAA, NCCAA championship for our men's basketball team. Yes, sir. Uh, A few other great uh, athletic things as well as uh, academic things, and I can't think of a great athletic or academic thing that happens because you know you just don't hear about that stuff much. But I'm guessing. Something cool happened. Yes. I'm not really sure what. Yes. Uh, But as you all head off to your respective hometowns and summer jobs and internships and laying by the pools and whatnot... Uh, we'll be here for you, hopefully throughout the summer, if you show enough support for the Jeff and Jeff show, uh, we'll continue this and uh, hopefully keep you updated on some events around the area, as well as nationwide, and globally, because globally. I care about the globe that we all live on, and I would like to share that with you. Jeff, any Cause, thoughts Because we, we, we
1: want you here. We want you here <laughs> on the world. <laughs> I don't know where else you're going to go, but... Yeah. Um, uh, last uh, couple things. Uh, one big thing. This is kind of a big announcement. And I don't know for sure if he wants me telling you, but you're going to know anyway. This is exciting. This is exciting. In November. Drum roll. Drum roll. You know him as the legend. The man. We, the The man, myth. the myth, the legend. He sits in the second row in the middle for every single home basketball game. Bald, bald spot and all. Bald spot and all. He's always on campus. You love him. You want to meet him. You want to talk to him. Dave Schmidt. Dr. Dave Schmidt, you might have him for World Civ, you might have him for World Religion. I don't know exactly what all he teaches. (laughs) He's running for city council in Mishawaka, and that means you folks have to help him out to get on the council. You know, I'm going
0: to be honest. I've never voted before, Jeff. Well, that's good news because you can— Go ahead and give me the slap on the wrist.
1: There's your slap on the wrist. (laughs) Sorry. You can register to vote in the city of Mishawaka— and that's how we're going to get him into into the into the seat on the city council,
0: and and we all we we want to see that, and that that would be exciting. Uh, not that the man already doesn't have enough on his plate, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but that would be just an exciting thing for the Bethel community, and uh, a great way to get us all involved in uh, some some social action. So that's, that's absolutely
1: exciting. not to say that we're going to get into politics on this show. Just to say we want to support our fellow teacher and professor. Well, not fellow, but a professor and teacher and a guy that is loved by all on Bethel's campus. Well, as we go on, we can talk about some of the things that are going to be happening next year. Let's talk about the war. (laughs) Let's talk about the war. Not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a subject we're not going into. Anyway, uh, it's been real fun with you. Uh, It has. We've we've enjoyed it. We've had a great show. My name is Jeff Myers. I'm Jeff Kogenauer. And you've been listening to Jeff and Jeff in the Morning here on the Dual Power Radio Network. Stay safe, folks.